Hi, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Vondran Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Vondran here, licensed practice law in California and Arizona. We take federal intellectual property cases, trademarks, copyrights nationwide, subject to local court rules, okay? Um, At any rate, we are talking in this podcast about Autodesk Letter. What does that mean? It means you're an architect, you're an engineer, you're a designer, a gaming company, um, an inventor, um, anybody that would use one of the, I would say, hundreds of uh, Autodesk products have quite a few products. But say you're using one of their products, well, you may be licensed, you may be not licensed, you may think you're licensed, you may think you have uh, lawfully purchased and acquired the software. Sometimes people buy it on eBay or Craigslist and think they bought a valid copy. Uh, Autodesk does not always agree with that. And those can raise some issues, or you bought it at a garage sale, or some unauthorized reseller sold you the software, and you think you're good to go. And there's other more nefarious things, such as BitTorrent downloads, or using crack codes and thumb drives. And, you know, it runs the gamut, the types of cases that could pop up on the Autodesk radar. So you get a letter... It comes to you usually from a law firm. Now, there's two ways you can end up getting a letter from Autodesk. One could be from the Business Software Alliance, what we refer to as the BSA. And they, they because Autodesk is a member of the BSA, you could find yourself in an audit with either, sometimes it's Microsoft along with Autodesk products. So sometimes, you know, because the BSA does a lot of Microsoft and Adobe type of cases, but Autodesk could be on there. So you could be dealing with the BSA. That's a a different situation. Um, Those cases we approach differently. Um, If you need some help, we can go over that with you. Um, However, a lot of the cases that you're going to get dealing with Autodesk software is going to come from the law firm of Donahue Fitzgerald and one of their attorneys. That's a Bay Area law firm up in the Bay Area. And I would say pretty well-renowned intellectual property firms. So their attorneys are well-versed in copyright laws, well-versed in infringement and damages and defenses. And so they know what's going on. So when you get the letter, you know, you may look up the firm and it could be intimidating. You see a lot of attorneys at their firm and, you know, you can read the profiles of the individual attorney that you, you got a letter from. And you can say, wow, that can be kind of intimidating. And I agree. And that's where a lot of firms will call us. You know, we help firms anywhere from small mom and pops up to larger, you know, multinational, uh, you know, type companies. So, um, you know, so we can help your firm, whether it's a small or a big case or a couple infringements versus, you know, 100 infringements of, you know, Microsoft Office products or Windows products, for example. So, you know, we go from the small to the big. But the Autodesk letter, they're a little bit differently. Like I said, you're dealing with these trained attorneys that know their stuff in this area of law. And what they're basically asking for, the letter is going to be telling you that they believe that you have some unlicensed software. Um, They may set forth the types of software they think you do have. And that sometimes people will call me and they'll say, well, they do note that I have 
one copy of AutoCAD running, but I think we actually have five. And I said, okay, well, we've got a licensing issue that we have to take care of. So um, they will usually inform you the general nature of it. Sometimes they'll, I mean, usually they won't tell you who, how they found out. There's many different ways that Autodesk can find out about your licensing position. And we tell people sometimes uh, it's a recent job posting. You're posting an ad telling somebody, hey, you know, we're looking for somebody with Revit skills. And they'll look you up in the database and they'll say, I don't see this company with any Revit licensing. How are they hiring someone for Revit? Don't ask me how they're doing this. Other times we'll have students. Students are in there using student versions. And one student might see another student or intern using the software without a license, using it commercially. And so, you know, there's lots of different things. Sometimes it's a disgruntled ex-employee um, trying to do a, a whistleblower type routine and, and possibly even seeking a reward for reporting software piracy. So there's a lot of different ways they find out. It could be a BitTorrent download, downloading their software through a torrent website. It could be buying, you know, uh, shady software on, on the internet, on eBay or Craigslist or any of these other sites that are selling retail online software products. And, um, at any rate, so you get the letter. Typically, it's going to set forth that. It may give you a deadline. It may say, we want you to audit all your computers, laptops, servers, you know, everything belonging to the company, and give us an inventory of all the Autodesk products you're using, whether it's CAD or Revit or Inventor or Maya. Um, there's lots of different products it could be. Give me an inventory, and we want you to match that up with dated proofs of purchases. In other words, I want to see some invoices that this software was actually purchased and registered, licensed to this company. Okay. Now, sometimes you may have software that you have validly purchased but have not registered, and that may be one reason that Autodesk doesn't know about your licensing position. So this could be a good time to bring some of that information forward and show, hey, we are properly licensed as to this, that, and the other. However, if you can't match up all the receipts, typically they're going to treat that as infringement. And whether that's willful or innocent infringement, that's you know part of our job is to make sure we're making that case for you to try to get the damages down as low as possible. So um, you know that's part of what we do, getting a FRE 408 confidentiality agreement in place so that the the, the settlement discussions are confidential. Those are always very, very important things that we do in the case. And, of course, negotiating the final terms of a settlement. So our job is not only that, but to, to get the lowest price possible to get you to settle and to make sure the terms of the settlement, which be very confusing to the layperson, can be very confused by the settlement in terms and the types of terms that Autodesk may be looking for. So having a skilled intellectual property lawyer on your team, they've got lawyers on their team, you know, that can be the difference between getting a, a fair deal and getting a great deal, okay? So we make it affordable. We offer low, flat rate, fixed fees. These are predictable fees. You're not going to get your case settled and then have some shocking legal bill coming that's going to be probably even worse than the original letter that you got from Autodesk. So anyway, but that's kind of a general overview. If you need specific more information, you just say, I got to know more before I pick up the phone and call attorney Steve. 
go to our website, softwareaudits.net. I have so much stuff there that literally you could spend the weekend there watching the videos, checklists, sample spreadsheets, you know, um, just everything. I put all my knowledge there, the things that I, the things that I've learned in the trenches dealing with software licensing cases and compliance matters, you know, it's there. Go to softwareaudits.net. You will find a treasure trove, a treasure trove of information. If that's not enough, you want to give us a call now and you say, I just want to book Attorney Steve and have you guys handle it. Take this off my plate. Once we're retained, Autodesk is advised not to deal with you directly, so they deal with us. So that allows you to free up your time, go back to work, let us focus on your problem, and that's how these cases go, okay? So, Attorney Steve Vondren, that's a general overview. This is not legal information. This is not legal advice. This is a general overview of what a software letter is from Autodesk. Okay, thanks a lot. Hope you've enjoyed this. If you enjoyed the video, uh, the uh, podcast rather, please feel free to share this on your social media networks. Attorney Steve Vondren, have a great day. We look forward to working with you.